Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time to talk at the A-League uh, men's competition. More specifically, the Wellington Phoenix have uh, bolstered their playing roster right at the end of the transfer window. The Wellington Phoenix men sitting atop of the A-League and now... Um, Insert terrible pun. Houston, we have liftoff, maybe. Yes, uh, the Wellington Phoenix have signed Houston Salas, the Costa Rican international, for the remainder of the season on loan from the Costa Rican champions Deportivo Saprissa. 27-year-old has been capped seven times for the Costa Rican national team, including two appearances at the FIFA World Cup. He came on as a halftime substitute against uh, Germany in that wild game that finished up at 4-2. Out of the Wellington Phoenix, out of the Football Operations Department, delighted to welcome back uh, to SNZ, Mr. Sean Gill. Hello, Gilly. Morning, Daniel. How are you? I'm all right. I detect a smile on your face. You're pretty happy with the signing. Yeah, yeah, very pleased to uh, be able to get someone of Houston's quality across the line uh, yeah, in the mid-season uh, registration window. Uh, he, he will be, uh, he, he will hopefully be a, uh, a good fit for the club and, and bring something uh, to the team for the back half of the season. Uh, I've been constantly reminding everyone you had an, an overseas spot uh, to be filled and I, and I think the A-League is there for the taking. Is that sort of echoed by the club? That that signing is sort of um, an exclamation point on you. Think it is there to be taken? Yeah, look, what Chiefy's done with the uh, squad for, for the first half of the season, and, and what the boys have done on the park has been, you know, has been very, very good. And they sit there in a in top spot, right, going into the back half of the season. So you know, we are we're we're quietly sort of sitting there going, you know, add some quality to this team and what could possibly happen. Uh, and, and a big thanks obviously has to go to the, to the owners uh, for, you know, showing faith in, in what Chief has done and what the team have done to date and, and putting some extra investment there for the back half of the season to give us a, a, a real chance at, at hopefully going deep in the finals. So who does the table thumping? Is it you? Is it Chief? Is it David Dome? How, how do you, you know... You know, grab the attention of the board and go right. We, we need to further bolster this. We're onto a good thing. Yeah, so we have a we have a football committee uh, that both Domi and I sit on, uh, and and that uh, uh, has uh, a, a couple of the owners on it, a board member, and uh, on the men's side, Chief, obviously, and then we have one on the women's side that has Paul Temple, right? So we are in constant dialogue um, uh, about. Uh, 
you know, where things are at, where we're going, how we're tracking. <clears throat> uh, Rob is in constant contact with uh, both coaches as well, you know, about how things are going and, and what potentially can be done. So there's ongoing conversation uh, and sort of in the uh, just after Christmas, the decision was made to, to have a look at, you know, what, what visas were potentially out there that we could bring in to fill that, uh, fit that such spot. So, yeah, it's not a, it's not a um, case of we're all acting in isolation. There's, there's good dialogue and good communication on throughout the club. Sort of makes sense to wait to the start of that uh, window before making a commitment to do so. So when that became obvious that the, the board was sort of um, in behind you, how do you go about, you know, filling that role? Um, you know, is the first thing identifying the weaknesses in the squad or, or perhaps where you need more strength? Yeah, yeah, you always have a look at, at, at what you've got uh, first, you know, and, and where maybe some, some holes or some, some gaps exist. Uh, and then, you know, once once sort of Chiefy went down the uh, the path of, you know, probably something in the middle of the park that could also maybe uh, cover it right back and, you know, potentially centre-back or have other players that could go into centre-back if we needed with a right-back option, you know, that became very clear that that was probably the best way to go for this particular window. Uh, and, you know, once that decision is made, then, you know, we go back and have a look at what potential, what players have been put to us, you know, over the last maybe 12 to 18 months, where they're currently at. Um, you know, through Chiefy's networks, through my networks, through Jake Piper's networks, uh, and through the, uh, the other coaching staff and Adam Griffiths, you know, we're, we're constantly receiving emails or receiving contact through things like LinkedIn and stuff from, from agents about players, you know, and then we sort of go and filter those all out, look for the defensive midfield options and, you know, Houston uh, Salas, who, who was on Chiefy's radar in the in the preseason, you know, was the was deemed the best fit. And I think the other thing that's, that's critical, you know, in this window is you're looking always at somebody that has been playing rather than somebody that potentially has been out of contract for six months, right? So the, the, the perfect thing here with Houston is he's been training, he's been playing football games, uh, and he can hit the ground running, uh, which is really critical. Yeah, he's probably not as playing as much in that Costa Rican league this season, which is pretty young, isn't it? So I think it's only five or six rounds in. But he's been a staple in that uh, pretty successful uh, group f- for a few years now. Obviously, he's uh, elevated to the international game, so lots of attributes. So, you know, just elaborate on those. What what type of player are Phoenix fans going to see? Yeah, so <laughs> I think one of the critical things with Houston too, right, is he comes from two of the, you know, he's played at, Probably both of the biggest clubs in Costa Rica. He's got titles, he's got cup titles, league titles, uh, and he's also got that international experience as well and sort of fresh off a, off a recent, well, the last World Cup, right? So, you know, he's going to bring that experience and that, that hunger and desire to win football games and, and win titles, which is, you know, critical given where we are and where we're sitting at the moment. <clears throat> as a player, um, you know, he, he, he probably... Uh, has, has similar attributes to Nico Pennington as far as being able to break lines. You know, he's he's got pace in terms of dribble, uh, and he also has a very very good passing range. I think he led the the stats in the Costa Rican league for um, 
uh, key passes, uh, and also you know breaking lines with dribbles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's obviously something that with the way Chief is playing now with the with the uh, midfield three, you know he will give us that extra bit of dynamic dynamism, if that's the right word. Uh, you know, alongside the likes we'll, of we'll allow uh, that yeah. and yeah, we will allow. Thank you. That was a, that was a tough one to get out. <laughs> Got to be careful which word you try and use, right? Um, but also. He'll he'll also he also uh, leads um, uh, stats uh, in the Costa Rican league for breaking up play, you know, uh, and that type of stuff as well. So look, he's he's a well-rounded midfielder um, who who will bring a lot, but can also play in that 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 right back role if that was needed, or a wing back role if that was needed. Uh, so yeah, we're really we're really uh, excited about what he can bring bring to the team. Just tell me more about the process. Obviously, data is a big part of it. Hey, that, that's just, that's part of the, the global game now. But how, how much how much emphasis do you put on sort of the eye test? You know, getting your hands on video. I'm not sure how easy it is to get Costa Rican, uh, you know, first division coverage. Like, how much have you, Chiefy, the, the rest of the sort of um, you know football committee have laid eyes on the player? Yeah, so look, the game's come a long way in the ten years that uh, ten and a half years that I've been involved in the club. Right, you know, when I first arrived, I think I remember sitting at Mel's desk and opening the drawer, and there was probably a thousand DVDs. Right, and that was sort of what you what you got to look at for players. Now we have various uh, online platforms, the likes of White Scout, uh, who basically all 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 the all the but all the leagues in the world, effectively, right, including Costa Rica, because Costa Rica is sitting there around 43, I think, 46th in the world now for, for leagues, uh, probably 10, 12 places ahead of the, the A-League. So why Scout, we can basically watch all the games that uh, Houston is playing in. Um, and then uh, I think it's uh, it's a European-based uh, platform, right? So they have a whole lot of coders there that sit there and code games as well. So all this stuff is broken up. Uh, all the all the game is cut up, so we can go there and we can look at specific um, skill sets, uh, passes, dribbles, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, accelerations, uh, and then you can also watch full games. So uh, obviously, it's hard to, to to get to Costa Rica, right, and and to be there watching during the season. But we have enough footage that we can make a really good assessment of the player, uh, and uh, and. So as well as the stats, there's, there's plenty of video footage. So I think that's probably right. why you're seeing now in the A-League, you know, less and less, without wanting to sort of flops is probably the wrong word, but, but you know, in the early days, it was a little bit hit and miss with the visa players. I think now we're starting to see a, a better quality of visa player you know, in the league more often because we have all these platforms that we can utilise to make a really good assessment of players now. Certainly a little bit more information and understanding than uh, you probably had when you were signing foreign imports in the NBL in a lifetime ago, right? When you used to have to pick them up from the airport and drive them back three days later. Exactly. Yeah, the Saints revolving door. <laughs> Those were the days. Um, I've got a fan here who's looking quite down the road on, on double eight double three here, Gilly. If and just... And if the Knicks make the A-League final, where would that be played? Yeah, so with the uh, with the Unite round coming in, which was a um, which was a, a a way of giving the ability for clubs to host the grand final back uh, in the Unite round. Now 
replaces the obviously the, the, the final that would always have to be played in Sydney with the deal that was done last year. So as far as we're aware, uh, based on the criteria for um, uh, hosting semi-finals, finals, etc., etc., if we were to be the highest placed team going into a grand final or a semi-final, then we would be hosting that. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, he needs a visa, Houston. Is there going to be a is there going to be a problem there? Oh, I can't stop with the Houston puns. I really can't. Um, is there going to be a problem? Or, or how how long will that take to, to get over the line? For, from your understanding. Uh, so based on our uh, on our um, uh, recent visa applications and how those have been tracking, you know, we would anticipate maybe seven to ten days for that to be. Granted, uh, and then we start the trek from Costa Rica to Wellington, right? So the visa application was placed on Monday. You know, we've got a fantastic guy in Auckland who does all our visa stuff for us. Uh, So hopeful maybe, you know, back end of this week into next week, we get a a positive uh, uh, response on that. You know, there's nothing there that would suggest Houston is not going to get a a visa. so, yeah, hopefully we might see him in the country in middle to back end of next week uh, with a view that we have him available uh, and on the road for uh, the MacArthur and uh, Perth right. trip. Yep, uh, that's yep. the 18th and 24th. There's a game on Saturday, 10th of February yeah, at home, but that does seem like you're cutting it quite fine, and that would make a lot of sense. Uh, Gilly, can I just get yep. you out on this one? Um, Sean Gill is with us. He's out of the Wellington Phoenix, of course. He's uh, director of football. I think last time we spoke, it was just after that one-all draw against Melbourne victory in uh, Melbourne early November, a game in which you showed plenty of fighting quality, but a performance from the officials that left you a little confused. I think you wrote one of your strongly worded letters after that. Have you had to write another one after this past weekend? Are you getting sick and tired of writing strongly worded letters uh, uh, to, the, to those running the competition? Look, I think that's just part and parcel of, of the game, right? Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. Uh, we had good dialogue uh, off the off the week off the off the uh, after the weekend with uh, Football Australia uh, referees, boss, and uh, also disciplinary um, uh, committee uh, liaison uh, at Football Australia. Look, you know. Uh, at the moment, the way the the way the regulations are written and, and the and the I guess the the scope that the MRP uh, has uh, the one game suspension for Riley Foster was probably as good as we could have hoped for uh, once that red card was issued. Um, it, it, I think everyone is in agreement now that there, there's some work that needs to be done on these regulations uh, and potentially giving more scope to the MRP uh, for overturning you know, these cards if they deem them fit. I think particularly, say, also in the only woman space, right, where there isn't, uh, there isn't VAR technology at the moment. So, um, yeah, so look, are we frustrated with the decision? Yes, we are. Um, but the, I guess the positives that come out of this is that hopefully we get an ability now to relook this, this stuff in the off-season and, and put some things in place that, that hopefully stop, not stop these decisions because they're always going to happen, right, but give the ability for people to overturn something that clearly, I think, for everybody was, was, was pretty soft, you know. Last one, Sean, and I promise, last one. How has this news of signing Houston been received by the current playing group? Is it energising, giving them a bit of a shot in the arm, a little pat on the back, saying, hey, we believe in you? 
To be honest, mate, I'm sitting in Wellington and they're in the Gold Coast on a, in a camp uh, building into the Brisbane game. So uh, I, I, as far as I am aware, uh, it's just business as usual over there and uh, the players are getting on with it, right? So I haven't really heard anything uh, right. from, from the playing group. Um, you know, knowing this, this group and, and what they want to try and achieve and, and sort of where they're at, they, they'll be excited by it. Um, and hopefully the fans will get excited by it too and, you know, get out on uh, Waitangi Day and, and uh, support, the, support the guys, right? You know, we really now need to, you know, the, the, the crowd we had the other, the other night, 9,000, that helped us get across the line against Melbourne Victory, you know, felt like an 18,000 crowd with the noise. And, you know, if we can really build that and get, get people in behind the, the team now, it would be fantastic to, to give us that push as we, as we head to the playoffs. Sean, thank you very much for, for joining us and uh, giving us some of your time. Uh, good luck for the remainder of the campaign. Thank you, Daniel. Always a pleasure.